Go sister, thrive. I'm the shit. I'm cool. I'm worth it. I'm whatever. I'm I'm like my big, own biggest fan, which everyone should be. Tell you a little bit about why you're attracted to that douchebag. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> and guess what, y'all? You guessed it. Fasten your seatbelts. back party people to another episode of here's my number it has been a hot minute and we have missed you all thank you all so much for all the love and support we've gotten over the last few weeks it's been so dope and we hope you all had a most fabulous wonderful special holiday in the world (laughs) (laughs) that was adorable wow way to kick it off sister i'm proud of you good vibes only Good vibes only. All right, tell me how are you? We haven't talked in a while. Um, I'm kicking it. I don't. I cannot complain. I'm. You're doing better than me drinking wine at four, at 4 30 p.m. <laughs> baby. Um, we are back in our different country mobile podcast <laughs> setup. So it's only ten thirty where I am. So I'm still drinking coffee and Leah's drinking her wine. But how are you? I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever either. I know. I'm good. It gets dark here at four, so that's why I was like, I need wine to survive this. Um <laughs> but you know, thriving. Just living life. As per use. Trying to. Yeah. Um what did I ask you before? Oh, what was your favorite Christmas present? Um, my favorite Christmas present was a hair dryer, which I know sounds like a stupid hype gift, but I've been using the same one since I was a freshman in high school, so it's been through some shit, and now I'm really moving up in the world. Also, when I lived in New York, I feel like I didn't have a hair dryer, so I feel like I used yours. Yes, that thing has seen <laughs> some things. <laughs> well, um, you will be excited about this because... Last week or when I was in New York, you were like, you wanted a pair of these. So (laughs) I got a pair of Crocs for my brothers. And I was like, if like literally I told you, I was like, if you get those, we don't have to be friends, but that's okay. (laughs) She's a hater. (laughs) And now I got a pair of Crocs. I literally was like, this has to be a joke. I know. I can't wait for you to fall in love and tell me I was right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on. Move on to bigger and better things. Yes. Like this episode today. So, <clears throat> we've all heard it before. He's so your type. Oh, he only likes those type of girls. Or what's your type? And guess what, y'all? You guessed it. Today, we are talking about why the hell we are attracted to certain people, certain types of people, and not others. Mm-hmm. And all around, love is a mysterious thing and that's the beauty of it and there's no real calculation as to why it works or not but for attraction we have learned that there is attraction is all about science and biology and today we will tell you a little bit about why you're attracted to that douchebag or that whore (laughs) you you, i i was just gonna tell you you sounded like such a college professor until you said douchebag and whore but either way (laughs) it's okay um yeah i'm i'm so excited to get into this episode because i feel like me and you disagree about types and if they're a thing or not but we're always actually on the same page we just can't communicate in that way (laughs) 
but that's okay. Yet we have a podcast together. Yeah, it's <laughs> we're growing, we're learning, we're growing, we're maturing. Um, but anyway, I read a really interesting article that Time Time Magazine put out about a study if people do or do not have types and. They, the way they did it was they took 35,000 people, all of which were twins. It could be fraternal twins, identical twins, whatever, whatever other kinds of twins are out there. But <laughs> they um, did this with the intention of figuring out if your type is something that comes from your genes or if it's something that's based on experience, which I think is so interesting. And basically, long story short, your type is based on experiences that are very specific to you. So who I might be attracted to could be so, so, and is so, so different from my sister's type. Um, even though we were raised in very similar ways, we have very different life experiences that might make us attracted to certain people. Um, so if you were to put like, if you were to give me and you 10 people, we'd only agree on probably five of them, which is so interesting. And I know does like, does feel right accurate yeah Yeah. I was gonna say I feel like sometimes we're both like oh my god I need to marry him like both of us and then the other time we're like what what do you see in this guy yeah (laughs) he looks homeless okay (laughs) well what about um so I yeah I thought that was super interesting because it really is and like there's like the general idea of beauty, which I think most people can agree on. Like people tend to be more drawn to symmetrical faces. Like the more mm-hmm. symmetrical and even a person is, the more mm-hmm. society thinks that that person is beautiful. So that's um, like doesn't and count. I, I know, and I feel like that ties into a whole other di- like conversation about like how beauty is defined today. So maybe you should just do an episode about that because that's like going into like. Yeah, the Kardashian family and like yeah, the general blah blah blah, like the standard yeah. of beauty, which is a whole different thing. Now we're actually just like straight up talking like science and biology, and like at the end, obviously, we'll give our take on it. But you <laughs> yeah. know, just because someone fits the normal standard of beauty doesn't mean they have to be your type. But everyone can agree yeah. that that person is beautiful. But that's yes, we're not talking about those people today because they get enough credit as it is. So oh. <laughs> Amen. And if Amen. you're one of those right. people, fuck you. <laughs> Just kidding. Good Just for kidding. you, but also fuck you. Get the Goodbye. fuck out of my face. <laughs> um, All right. So one thing that I found, so going from what you said, said, is that there's five main factors to why we're attracted to someone. Mm-hmm. So the first one is proximity. How near you are to someone, how often you see them. Um, and I feel like that's also why sometimes like you might have known someone at one point in your life in your life and then suddenly you start seeing them more and then suddenly you realize oh wait this person is attractive because you suddenly like start hanging around them more mm-hmm. and that and I've again I feel like that's like a given almost um but again that one is changing because the world is getting more and more digital and people like Olivia will put their dating profile to London and <laughs> meet someone <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> he just unfollowed me on Instagram this morning. Oh, yikes. How fucking rude. Also, side note, I did just set my dating profile to Austin, Texas, and let me tell you, those men are are handsome. 
very very <laughs> symmetrical note, everyone very symmetrical faces <laughs> in austin texas uh-huh. i feel like i took a screenshot of that so maybe that'll be the cover for this episode okay moving on <laughs> next one the next one is similarity how alike you are to this other person like all your similar interests the way you want to live your life if you want to whatever travel 24 7 if you want to have a nine-to-five job that sort of thing like your mm-hmm. interests and your values yes then number three is <laughs> it's hard to say this word it's how, how much the feeling is reciprocated just Thank say it you. like that that's the word reciprocated <laughs> so we're more likely to like someone or just like people in general who like us Mm -hmm. and I feel like I started thinking about that not like in a lovey-dovey way but like if you're like oh that girl doesn't like you then right away you'll be like well you know what fuck her I don't like her either Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and then the same thing like goes the other way if someone's like oh that person really likes you you're like oh my god I love them too (laughs) even though I don't but okay and this next one which is probably the most obvious one is physical attractiveness So how pleasing they are to look at. Like, are you attracted to them? And with this one, I have a fun fact, which blew my mind. For the physical attractiveness? Yes, physical attractiveness. So not surprisingly, sexual attraction is largely largely unconscious, which I want to say surprisingly. Like, I didn't actually know that. Like, I thought we had more control of it. But anyways, we don't. So the section of the brain that's responsible for regulating all our essential functions like hunger, sleep, whatever else we need to do as a human to live (laughs) um, also plays into role here. So we've all been there when we meet someone and like right away we're like extremely attracted to this person. And a part of the brain called something fancy. Again, I'm not even going to try to say that. Hypothalamus. Oh, sister. Good job. Okay. Well, that part of the brain (laughs) releases dopamine and serotonin, causing this sensation of lust or love. So it's literally a part of our brain that does that. Like, it's not just like you being like psycho and horny. Like, that's just, I'm in my mom's house. That's why I'm whispering a little. That's like literally your brain doing that to you. So that's also um, this fancy part of our brain is also why we usually most people like decide within the first three minutes how we feel about someone Mm -hmm. because of this fancy part of our brain. What the heck? (laughs) All right. That was just like a little fun fact. And I just love that one. Okay. And then. Right. I was like, wow. Like, you know, when you get like a little sweaty and like your heart starts beating. Uh Well, it's not your fault. It's your brains. Then the last one is how familiar this person seems, like whether he looks like someone you knew at one point or whether he dresses like, I don't know, your childhood best friend or like the area you grew up in, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Just something that seems familiar and safe to you. And those are the five main factors to why you're attracted to this douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think the I'm like reading over these or listening to you and I think such a big part of it is that when you, you say like I have a type you or like I'm like oh that's so and so's type it's it's strictly based off the way that person looks and so it goes so yeah. much deeper 
than that. And I think that's where me and you disagree sometimes where it's like, well, I'm not dating this person who looks like my type or like I'm not into that person because they don't look like my type. And it's like, okay, but maybe they fit every other aspect of your type. And that Mm -hmm. is why they are your type. You You can't help who you love. And I feel like it goes so much deeper than a skater boy or <laughs> or it goes so much deeper than a man with tattoos and a beard yeah um, and do they fit your personality type I guess so and I was as we were like getting ready for this episode I was I which is so weird to me but so much of what we want to talk about comes up and like what I remember learning in school for social work and mm-hmm. so much of it like fits um well, I guess it goes back to like your environment and the way that you were raised. But um, in school, we're taught a lot about attachment theory and it goes all the way back to when you were a baby. So like if your mom let you cry it out in the fridge, I mean in the fridge, in the crib, <laughs> or if like when you're hungry, if your mom makes you starve it out, like it depends on like yeah. how your needs are met. And so the four types of, there's four different types of attachment and each person falls into a different type of attachment theory and which we won't get into because it's a lot, but you, that follows you through your whole life. So like it, it shows how you make friends. It shows how you connect with your parents. It shows like all these different things and plays out into your romantic relationships as you get older. So if you have like an avoidant attachment type, you're more likely to have an unhealthy relationship because you don't know how to form secure attachments with people. Does that make sense? Wait, that's so yes. interesting. And so and your like, type is going to be somebody who matches and gives you what you need for attachment. So if I need someone who's like scatter scatterbrained, I'm probably going to be in more of a toxic relationship with someone who will walk away or will like do all these different things because I don't feel or don't have the capacity to know how to form secure attachments. Huh. So it's like a subconscious Mm -hmm. decision we make to like Mm -hmm. find these people that fit into these boxes. Yes. And that's how it goes. It goes like all the way (sighs) back when, when we're talking about like being with people who we feel familiar to, this is like, Mm -hmm. this sounds weird and it sounds incestuous, but I do not mean it this way. But when you're going into a relationship with someone who like you're actually, you actually want to be with so many of their personality traits are like what they're giving you is how you were raised. So it could be that it could mimic a relationship that you have like with your dad. Or, like, you know how they, like, people are like, I, oh, yeah, you have I've daddy that issues. Before. That yeah. comes so much into your relationships with people. Huh. So I wonder if that's why people say, like, you got to figure out your own shit before you, mm-hmm. like, find the person you're going to be with. Yeah. Because, like, if you have all these issues, wouldn't you just, like, portray that into your life and, like, find the person that fits into that box and then it like it would be a mess anyways you know what I mean wouldn't it yeah so if I have a shitty relationship with my mom I don't but if I did um Mm -hmm. and I wanted to mimic that because that's what I'm used to that's how I know how to show up for people is kind of being toxic or whatever then that's what I'm gonna try to find in a relationship or a partner because that's familiar to me like like I remember when I 
when I broke up with my first boyfriend, now I'm like rambling, but that relationship. Hey, I love the rambling. That relationship was a disaster. And it was one Mm -hmm. of those like young. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, But it's like one of those relationships where every time you fight, you're like, fine, this is it. We're breaking up. And then Mm -hmm. it's like a disaster. And then I remember I got into a relationship right after that. And I tried to do that in a fight. I was like, fine, this is over. And he sat me down and he was like, I know this is what you used to do, but, like, you're not doing this shit with me anymore, so if this is what you think this is going to be, you're wrong. And I was like, oh, okay, you're right. Like, just because that was in my last relationship doesn't mean I can keep doing this in every single one. And I think that's interesting because I also read that, like, yes, we will, like, gravitate towards what seems familiar, but that doesn't mean, like, and obviously, like, people are fucked up and, like, a lot of what happens as a child, like, as you said, like, goes with us Mm -hmm. but I also read that people also change like we Mm -hmm. get new things that are familiar to us we get new things that we gravitate towards and I was thinking about it from my own life that like the last guy I saw in New York and I don't want to like define them too much how how they look but the last guy I saw in New York (laughs) was a smoke show (laughs) (laughs) he was let's just say he was the most beautiful man I've ever been with anyways his complexity the way he looked was new to me but it was such a success maybe not like emotionally because like we were good together we were, like I wasn't stimulated like the way I should be like is that the right word do you yes, know what I mean like yes, he just was he wasn't enough he wasn't enough in that way but like his looks and everything else was such a success and I th- I kind of feel like that's why I started gravitating towards people that look like him as soon as I moved to Miami because I was like oh this worked out well that time now I'm just gonna do the same Mm -hmm. and like I didn't even look at anyone else that didn't look the way he looked because I was like this is my new this is my new thing that seems safe that seems normal Mm -hmm. and then like once I got out of that it was such a thing that I was like oh like we'll get into that next episode but I'm seeing a guy now and there it is, ladies and gentlemen. And she's seeing somebody now. There it is. I was waiting for that to come out. Thank you and goodbye. Episode's over. Peace out. So the guy I'm seeing now, he looks nothing like these guys. And I remember that was like the thing that was bugging me the most. Like I was like, he doesn't like he's not my type. He's not my type. And then yeah. I was like, why does that make a difference? If he's my type in every other way, why am I being such a drama queen? Because I don't you think we I mean? realized that there was more to a type than physical appearance until mm-hmm. last yes. week. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Amen. And, like, that's the I other agree. thing is I think that people also – this is, like, now we're kind of jumping around. But I think people are like, oh, this is my type. This is my type. And then you are never dating someone that actually is your type because yeah. – for I don't know why. But, like – I think, like, my type, my last boyfriend did not look like that. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never ha- been in a relationship with a skater dude ever in my life. So yeah. are they actually my type? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So I think it's, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Because I also feel like once you, if you're too, I, it's fine if you gravitate towards something, like, whatever. But I also think you need to, like, ask yourself why this is happening. And not just, like, blindly trust your instincts. Like, of course, like, listen to your stomach feeling most of the time. But other times, question that, motherfucker. (laughs) Find a really good friend who will question it for you. Yes. Um, Where was I going with this? Oh, I also feel like if 
if people keep being like, oh, he's not my type, you're or she's not my type, you're also selling yourself short. Mm -hmm. Like you are literally being like, I only want to meet these people, talk to these people because they're my type. And it's like, why? There's so many other people in this world that you don't know, you haven't met, you haven't Mm -hmm. tried out. That sounds weird. But you know what I mean? Like you should, even if, and that's also why I'm like on dating apps. I'm like, we should just, you should just take it for what it is. Mm -hmm. You're just meeting someone, having a drink with this person. And that's it. Like you don't have to be like, he's not my type. She's not my type. Well, Maybe they could be. You don't know. Like, why are we... What? Maybe they're your type in every mm-hmm. other way. Yeah. Capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. I Wow. I'm just throwing so many good words out here today. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, Another thing that I thought was interesting, and I feel like we are always like, you have to be confident. You have to whatever. And that also plays a role because if you grow up and like, that's the other part when you're like, things change, people, your type changes. And that's because you grow up and like, hopefully you go to therapy and you figure your shit out and you figure out who you are and what you want to be and all that shit. And like, you find people when you were saying, when you're like, I can't go out with this person. They're not my type. You're basically like, Mm -hmm. I was laughing because I thought you were going to be like, you're manifesting something because I know that's our (laughs) new thing. Um, But if you're constantly putting out into the world that you are like insecure and you're not pretty and you're not whatever, you're going to find people who make you feel that way. And you're going to find people who put that energy into you because that's what you're putting out into the world. But if you're with somebody like... If I'm like, I'm the shit, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to run the world, I need to be with someone who allows me to think like that and supports my thinking of that. Yes. Amen, sister. Did we listen to the same podcast? What? We're on the same podcast. (laughs) No, like, I thought we listened to the same episode of this other podcast that I was like, you were just, ugh, mentioning all the good stuff. Oh, no, I read this online. And I was like, yeah, this all, it's all things that you're always like, yeah, I, I should have already known this, but now it makes more sense to me that I'm reading it. Like it all feels yeah. like common sense, but it's not common sense because everyone's fucking it up. Yeah. And I also feel like a common sense very quickly gets like, we leave it behind. Like as I feel like we've mentioned this in a couple of episodes before, probably with the loneliness that it's like, once you're in your feelings and once you like whether it's just, like, your own feelings or whether you have these feelings for someone else, all rational thinking, like, goes out the door. And I feel like that's why we get so, like, caught up in what this person looks like or how they're acting and if they're your type or not. You know what I'm trying to say? Again, I'm just kind of rambling. But I really do think it's important that we, even though we have these types and even though we, like, gravitate towards some people, that's fine. But I think it's important to know why we do and to question it, to make, to, as you said, like, be like, do my closest friend, the people that mean the most to me, do they like this person? Or is it just because I'm like, I, he needs to fit into my type of box or, um, um, what's another example? Like, does he make me better as a human being? Does she make me better as a human being? Like, I, am I the best when I'm around her or him, like, whatever it is? Instead of just being like, well, we're going to have beautiful babies together because he's my type. Yes. But do you actually want to have babies with someone that's your emotional type? Like right now, my emotional type would be somebody who is emotionally unavailable. So (laughs) 
what? Like, that's, how do you, we should, I should research that. How do you break out of your emotional type? Because I am someone who's like, I'm the shit. I'm cool. I'm worth it. I'm whatever. I'm, I'm like my own biggest fan, which everyone should be, but. I don't. I'm not attracted to people who think that about me. I'm attracted Wait, to people who are like. That's so interesting. I'm attracted to people who I feel like maybe need to work on themselves, and probably because I want to help them work on themselves. But how that's, I don't know. You know. What Wait, I'm saying? yeah, uh, dude. I never thought about that. I know. My how f- interesting is that? Like <laughs> my friends that are gonna listen to this are gonna be like, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> told you, sister. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I used to have a type, like, I feel like I used to be very superficial. I still am to some degree. I'm not gonna, like, say I'm not. I still am, and I still want people to look good, but I feel like when I was younger, it might just be, again, something that was familiar, but, like, obviously, like, growing up in the swimmer world, everyone had, like, abs of steel and, like, had broad shoulders and were, like, so Mm -hmm. attractive and fit and I feel like even after I stopped swimming I was like so picky with how someone looked like even if we had a good date and even if like we got along I'd be like "Mm, yeah I'm just not into it because like phys or like the way he looked yeah physically he was not my type but then I don't even know when it changed I I don't maybe it's like literally been the last year because it definitely wasn't maybe it was New York. You were, I don't know. Were, would you say that would you say that swimmer bodies were your type for a while because it wasn't in when I it wasn't in New York. No, maybe it was like right when I moved to New York that I was just like fuck it. Like I'll be less superficial cuz like when I was in LA, I I was not I like I didn't even meet anyone cuz I was like this is how they have to look. And then like once I started being like more open to just like going on a date with someone and just like meeting them for who they are and their personality, I was like, "Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do like blonde-haired guys." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I uh, instead of being so picky and being so like they have to look this way, they have to have four tattoos on their right arm, they have to be like blah blah blah. I started being more open about it, and I started meeting all these, like, amazing guys. Like, didn't work out with most of them, clearly, but I don't know. It was it was less pressure also because it was, like, when I did meet the apps, like, as we mentioned before, when I did meet the guy that lived up to every single expectation and the perfect type for me, mm-hmm. he I was bored. I was bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Which is a real bummer you got to him first because he really fits everything that I need, so. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm half kidding. I'm half kidding. But um, I think it's really funny that for a while your type was swimmer boys because that does fit your environment. But it's also funny because I look at swimmer boys with their long, lanky bodies and abs and I'm like, ugh. Oh my god, that's so interesting. Yeah, no, I for sure, like one hundred percent. Yeah, and then it evolved into basketball them, guys. Yeah, you're surrounded <laughs> by them morning, noon, and night, so it makes sense. Wow, it's so interesting. I need to go back to the card reader and have her tell me what the fuck is up with my type. I want to be like, what's my type? <laughs> Someone just tell what's me what's my purpose in life. <laughs> <laughs> So interesting. Look at you. That's on growth, everybody. Leah's I know. Leah is maturing. 
I know. Now, next up, Olivia Dicas. Fasten your seatbelts <laughs> for whenever it's, whenever it's coming. <laughs> Might be a while. It, yes, it may. But okay. So, what's our conclusion? How do we feel? What do you, I feel like we've kind of gone over it a couple times. How we actually feel? Yeah. I I really didn't think. Now that I think about it, I've I definitely have had had a type but when you when you were like let's do an episode on types i was like i don't think that's an actual thing like i'm still mind blown that it is it is an actual like that there's a science and there's biology behind it because i sure as hell did not think that i thought it was just a modern day basic girl thing yeah to make up that's why we don't agree on it <laughs> or, <laughs> or now, we didn't now we, now now we, we agree. do um we should just do a podcast about all our other fights, all our other know, disagreements, right? whatever they may be. Um, I This is my conclusion. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. I think that you should bop around, hook up with the dudes on a very surface level thing that you think are your type, but continue to go on dates with people that look very different from that. That's mm-hmm. what I say. Okay. I like that. I feel like that's exactly what I did in New York. Yeah. Basically. Because no one looked alike at all. You can't help who you love, oh. says my mom. Oh, God. <laughs> Credits to her. Yeah. No, sure. I agree. I agree. And I feel like I'm, like, being repetitive. But I think, I think it's fine to have your types. And I feel like it's fine to have, like, what you think will be, like, your knight in shining armor as long as you... Like, ask those critical questions when it comes to, like, reality, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, as we said before, like, ask the questions, like, does he really make me feel good? Or is it just because the way he looks? Or Mm -hmm. does she motivate me? Like, do I want to be a better person when I'm around her, her? Or is it just because she has big boobs and a fake butt? I don't know. <laughs> That's my type for sure. <laughs> um, there's this there's this thing online that's like 20 it's or it's I don't know. I don't know what the number is, but it's 20 th- 20 questions that will make you fall in love with anybody. And oh. it's super interesting. It's super interesting. I actually did it on um like a third or fourth date with a guy that I was seeing for a little while and it was re- it was actually really fun. And I do feel Wait. like I connected with him the most out of people, but yeah, you should do that if... Oh my God, yeah. send that my way. I am eating sushi and doing that tonight, so I will report back. It's <laughs> okay. kind of like we're not really strangers, which by the way, you should sponsor us if you're listening yeah, to this. Yeah, I've emailed you um, 15 times. Email me, email me back. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um conclusion i think it's important to think about the qualities we find desirable in a person Mm -hmm. and who we want to see ourselves with not as a type but being realistic and like looking in towards ourselves and seeing what we want and what we need for our life and that's really all i have and that's really the tea (laughs) The fucking tea. <laughs> and we're also at 30 minutes, so that's basically a wrap. Yes. So, and don't forget to use all of our discount codes, guys. The more you use our discount codes, the more we get hyped up. So, please, just for the love of God, buy some wine, get drunk, use here's my number <laughs> for Bev, and 
go to HB Coffee Company and buy coffee yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> if you are listening, if you are listening, this is us asking you, <laughs> you specifically, go leave us a review, go show us some love, hype us up on social media and because... Share it with your friends. Yeah. Share it with your girlfriend that just went through a breakup. Yeah, we know. Your, yeah, we know you're sick of giving them advice, so let us give it to them and pass this along. We got along. you. Yeah. We're here to save 2021. So, on that note, I would say, peace, love, blessings. Bye. 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 Big shout out to our guy Wesley for producing this podcast as well as the music. Be sure to give him a follow on Instagram and Spotify.